Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. So, so I, I will actually go into this. We we went over what the song's about. My daughter's name is Kaylee. Kaylee oh, was really? Kaylee was named Kaylee because her mother couldn't keep other people's out of her vagina. So, so the best the best way that I could get back at her was to name our daughter my Kaylee's- after a hooker. My Kaylee is named after my mother. Your mother's a hooker? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you really have to start this already? You, you could have waited at least two minutes to start this. But now we're already two minutes in, and look what we've got. It, it, it's all about the comedy. Oh, <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm really, really sorry. This was not intended not. at all. Hey, Heidi, Heidi, uh, if you are listening, I meant every word I said. (laughs) I'm going to make sure she listens. I'm going to make sure she listens now. (laughs) Heidi and I haven't seen each other since your dad was like a a karaoke DJ. That that was uh, was how many? That's when they first met, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I I used to hang out with your mother at the bowling alley uh, that your dad used to KJ in. Yep, yep, yep. On that note, I'm getting the wonderful signal saying that my internet connection is unstable again, which I absolutely love to get daily here at the Cleveland Sports Fan. Uh, that happened all night last night when we tried to record our show last night. So I don't know how today's going to go. Uh, how was the why weekend you for try you guys? A different, why don't you try a different internet provider? Because we're only allowed one internet provider where I live. I don't know how they swung that deal, but... Why don't you move? Uh, that may be coming quicker than y'all think. 
What was that? Uh, Take that. me to your leader. What did you say over there? What did you say? What? I said it may what? happen sooner than you think. What? <laughs> so, Burley, how was your... You know? Oh, God. Everyone is... Everyone is frozen for... Everyone, hang on for a second. Good. Now, now I thought I just said that. I told you I had a 41-ounce bowl of chili uh, yesterday. It, that was your biggest accomplishment. Your, your, your chili consuming was your biggest accomplishment on Sunday. You don't want to talk about nothing else. I mean, what else? What, I mean, can you tell me another thing that was bigger? Dog check! Hey, dipshit. I ate a 41-ounce bowl of chili, insinuating that I put a beatdown on the Cincinnati Bengals. Come on now. Use your brain. Now. You know exactly. You put two and two together. Hey, Cincinnati, home of the chili. Cincinnati, home on, of the chili. On. No, no. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, home of chili. I told you that I had a 41-ounce bowl of chili after watching the Browns put 41 points on the Bengals in Cincinnati. And you say, good. was that what you, that's all you want to talk about? Da, da, da. Good for you. you good you, for you. You but couldn't understand oh, no, no. the joke. Good, good for you. But I guarantee you at least one listener out there is on the edge of their seat and have no idea what you meant by that. So again, can you please explain, you know, it's more simpler, please. The Browns, the Cleveland mm, there, Browns. <laughs> there's some, there's some good English there. Simpler. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one listener that was confused about what I had to say is probably just as confused when he hear you say simpler. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wish we could go back to talking about my mom. Well, we could definitely go back to talking about Heidi if you'd like. No, can in we a good talk way. talk about my mom again? <laughs> so it was a very, very long weekend of football, guys. It was... It was an okay weekend up for football. I mean, the Browns were great. We we loved all, all that, but the rest of the games were really kind of blah. Anything stand out to you guys over the weekend? Maybe a six to nine game? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think Josh Allen would sack Josh Allen or, or Josh Allen would intercept <laughs> Josh Allen or Josh Allen would recover a Josh Allen fumble. I didn't think all that was going to happen, but I mean, yeah, talk about blah, no touchdowns. Here, here, I argued for for almost two years now with your dad about the fact that Josh Allen is a great quarterback, and then you go watch that game and you're like, dude, um, it wasn't necessarily all his fault. He he's got the same issue that that the Bengals have. Their offensive line sucks. If you keep letting I, people through to to tackle your your quarterback, you're not gonna get anywhere. I mean, you're you're not wrong, but at least the Bengals put up a touchdown. I mean, geez, like I I I don't want to be biased, but I think this knocks Josh Allen out of MVP race totally. I mean, um, you, you can't go. You can't have even if it's one game. You can't have one game losing to the Jaguars and looking that bad. 
It's it's not going to happen. I, I think that just knocked him out of the MVP race, or I could be crazy. Uh, were there any? Was there anything else that surprised you guys? Um, the big takeaways for me: two games. Um, one, the Cardinals—they're for real. They're a real team. Um, they won without Kyler Murray. They won without their top pass catcher, top wideout uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and they handled the 49ers easily. So I think all the speculation of them maybe not being a a real team is you know out the window now. I think that they're absolutely a real team. They're they probably already stamped themselves into the playoffs. They'd have to you know almost lose the rest of their games not to make it. So I, I think Arizona, I called them at the beginning of the season. I said that they were a dark horse out of the NFC and damn it. It looks like they're going to control that NFC West and possibly win it because LA just lost to the Titans without Derrick Henry. So, I mean, yeah, I get that the Rams are, you know, a two loss ball club, but they're really just beating on, you know, the bottom feeders in the league. And the other takeaway that I would have to say is we kind of figured out what Jordan Love is all about over there in Green Bay. So I think that was a very big weekend for Green Bay, for Aaron Rodgers, and for everybody because you have to go out there and play Jordan Love in order to try to trade him because I think that was the way that it was headed. I think that Green Bay opened up to Aaron and said, listen, we understand that we shouldn't have drafted Jordan Love so high. We shouldn't have you know, wasted that draft pick and maybe gotten you a weapon somewhere along those lines. And I think that they had to play him because if Jordan Love goes out there and has one good game against the Chiefs, not necessarily beat Patrick Mahomes, but keeps it close. And I guess the scoreboard does say that it was close, but that was really the Chiefs just not being there 100% again. But again, Jordan Love is just not the guy. And I think it's a good thing for Green Bay because now they don't have to dwell on it anymore. Dr. Dog. Um, I mean, another thing, nothing new, but the Ravens yet again win in overtime of a Justin Tucker field goal. You know, I, I, I they're getting it done, but you know, it, they're just proving to me every every week that it's they're they're just not they're 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 not for real. I, I know it sounds crazy because they're making these comeback wins, but I think. They're, they're proving me more and more that they're going to get bounced uh, first week in the playoffs, if if they even make the playoffs. I mean, they should at 62, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think the whole, the Jordan Love thing was, uh, well, it was stupid for them to pick him up in the first place. But uh, the proof is in the pudding now. We actually saw him go out and play, and uh, he needs work. He needs work. He needs to work underneath a a good, strong quarterback and learn a heck of a lot more because he looked like a deer in headlights out there on Sunday. I, I was like, he had no clue. He was in so far over his head, and you could see it on his face. Uh, it, it was just bad. Um, and but, I mean, oh, out of any more, team, no, go ahead. Out of any team, I mean, Jordan Love. I mean, yeah, you can give me a handful of teams, but I think the Chiefs was like one of the best setup games. I mean, they're 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 
you know, known to be good, but their defense this year is not playing top notch. You know, mm. I think this was just a great opportunity for him to come out and possibly beat the Chiefs. You know, that would have looked so good. But instead, we got the, the complete opposite. But that's all I got. Burley? Yeah, I, I just – I really wanted to – two other takeaways that I thought – actually, I didn't think it was a very boring week um, because I thought there was a lot of games, some some teams that really needed to pick up some wins. Shout out to the New York football Giants. They beat the Raiders. Um, listen, the NFC East, I understand the Cowboys are, you know, in control of that, and they have a 6-2 and two record. And the Giants are three and six. But listen, the Cowboys still have to play the Giants. So that was a very big win against the Raiders team that I had my eye on after everything that's transpired in the last week there. It doesn't look like they're going to, you know, bounce back very strong after losing to the Giants. I get it. It was on the road, but the Giants played very well. The Raiders have one of the worst um, red zone defenses. So when the Giants got into the red zone, they were able to score points. So congrats to the Giants and, and Daniel Jones, my, my guy from Duke. But another team, this I think was the highlight of the weekend. This should have been like the game of the week, really, because if you think about the NFC South and possibly a team that could compete with the Bucks for that division, and even though I do believe that Tampa Bay is going to run away with the division, if you look at the standings, after the, after the five obvious teams in that – uh, NFC, which in the five obvious teams would be Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and then the Rams. After those five, you still have two wild card spots. Well, right now you've got Atlanta at four and four. They were three and four before yesterday. They needed a win bad because now it pulls the Saints down to five and three. The Saints are coming back down to life. They've got Trevor Simeon at quarterback. He's not the one. He's not the guy, especially in New Orleans. We'll see. Maybe Odell Beckham Jr. goes down to New Orleans and helps out. But I still think that that was a huge game yesterday for Atlanta, and they came away with a win. Almost blew it in, in, in classic Atlanta fashion, but held on and, and got the win. Uh, you said something that was interesting. Um, and I'll ask both of you guys the same question. Uh my thoughts of OBJ, I kind of see him heading more towards Kansas City. Jeez, don't. Jeez, jeez, man. Uh, it, 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 Kansas City or L.A., that's going to be the, the two teams. Chargers that, or Rams? Uh, it would be the Chargers. Okay, yeah, I, I actually said that to Jake. Yeah, what was it, yesterday, that the Chargers might be a good fit there? You know, it, the Rams m might want to do that, but I, I think I think they're dealing with enough right now. Uh, I, I don't think that, that they want the the added pressure of of a wide receiver who's, who's – he could be great. He could – be great in the locker room or he could just be a nuisance. He could be a Terrell Owens. Um, and we saw that here. He was a Terrell Owens in, in New York. Uh, he was a diva in Cleveland. He, and, he was not though. He was not. He was yeah. not. You never heard a peep out of him. 
You never heard him say a word. He never said a peep. There was no no BS other than his injury and then the, what had transpired last week when he got out. But his time in Cleveland, he was all in. He worked with the guys off camera, outside of the facilities, in the off season. They were friends. He was not in the news. He, you know, he he when he was here, he was good. He was a good boy. Good boy. Mm, he didn't keep his mouth shut the first year. He kept his mouth shut with Stefanski. His first year, he didn't. Secondly, he was just a distraction. He was. I, You're right. I mean, I, we, we paid him a million dollars per catch this year. Sure. That's uh, uh, If that's not Terrell Owens... That's my quarterback. You know, you know, I, I, I've had mixed emotions about about Odell um, this past year and a half, uh, even year. You know, th- we'll just talk about this year. I've had some mixed emotions about Odell, and I'll get into it a little bit. Uh, I know I said we're gonna do this as a whole episode, which I still think we should call the Odell episode, but uh, we'll talk about that. Put that in the works. Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, when he didn't play, he remember he missed the first two, two what was it, two games, three games? He missed them. And it, 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 I, was, I, I was not happy with him. I was not happy with him because he came out during the offseason and said he was 100%, he was ready to go, and he was ready to play the Chiefs. And all of a sudden he comes and, and he's not ready. So, so uh, I didn't like that. But then when he came back and uh, played his first couple games, you know, I kind of had the same feeling, but I was I was trying to get off of it. You know, it, it, I feel like he deceived us, let us down, but now he's coming back and he's going to make up for it, and he wasn't playing up to his expectation. Uh, going into right before what transpired last week, I something something clicked, and I just I wanted this man on our team. I wanted. Uh, Baker to figure it out with Odell Beckham Jr. Because I thought he, I thought, how could our team uh, be any better without him on the, like, it, it just doesn't make sense, you know? Odell on the team only makes us better, you know? And in other ways, whether he's double coverage or he could, or he's catching the ball. So my feelings towards him kind of changed uh, around like the Thursday night game against the Broncos. You know, I was kind of, everybody did not want him there. And I kind of was was rocking the boat, leaning like, come on, let's give this guy a little chance and everything. But then all this transpired last week. And, uh, I mean, as much as I love Odell and I, I appreciate the time he's been here, everything he does, and I truly wish him the best wherever he goes, except if it's in the AFC North, then I have no reason or no choice but to not like him. But, I, I mean, I, have, I, I wish him the best. I, I love the guy. But man, my decision is final. We are we're we're just better without him. I mean, it, it's it's we uh, Baker Mayfield is our guy. He proved to us that against the Bengals, he's our what, guy. What team do you think he's going to end up going to? I have a couple in mind. See, I ha- I I'm going to give you two answers. My my one answer is if if he wants to go and win a ring. 
if he wants to go and win a ring now, I truly think he joins the Green Bay Packers. That's just me. I don't know why. I think he's going to go get along with Aaron Rodgers over there in Green Bay. But I have another take on – it was brought to my attention and it's actually not a, not a bad idea from one of my, from one of my buddies. Uh, he said that Odell could possibly go to a non, uh, non-contender team. And I looked at him like, you're crazy. What do you, what do you mean? Why would he do that? Why would he go from Cleveland to someone not, not as good? And he said, listen, he's going to be the wide receiver one, and he's going to want to prove to everybody what, what the time in Cleveland, it, it was not his fault. I mean, as much as I don't think it was really his fault, but he wants to prove to the people that he is the primetime Odell Beckham Jr. again. And, I mean, that kind of caught my eye. That being said, I think he lands in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think Odell's gonna go to Seattle? Mm-hmm. Possibly. You think Odell? Uh, you think Odell's gonna go to the worst team in the NFC West? For what possibly. reason? The guy wants to win. He wants to win. He wants a Super Bowl. He wants to be a part of a winning team. He just wants to be a main part of the winning and he was not that in Cleveland he could go to Baltimore I think he fits perfectly in Baltimore he Odell Beckham Jr. is a wide receiver that needs to get the ball closer to the line of scrimmage so he can use his legs and make plays on the move the ball does not need to travel 40 yards down the field for Odell Beckham Jr. to come down with it and make a play Yes, he can go deep downfield. Yes, he does have good athleticism. And yes, he does have good hands and he can go up for a ball. But Odell Beckham Jr. needs to get the ball on a five-yard slant, a two-yard out route close to the line of scrimmage, and then he can use his legs. I think Baltimore is a very good fit. I see Kansas City. I understand why you think Kansas City, and he definitely could go there. Baltimore would be a true slap on the face to Cleveland. I ultimately believe that he'll end up in Green Bay because I think that if he works on opposite sides of Devontae Adams, he will still be able to get targeted by Aaron Rodgers. They'll obviously win, and he'll be a big part of that. The only thing that I question is how do you go from you're an L.A. guy, you're a Miami Lights guy, a New York bright light kind of guy, the limelight, and a lot of the speculation in Cleveland was it's just too small for him. Green Bay's smaller. Dr. Dog. Where were you the first five minutes of my speech? That, that's, that's what I said. What? what? That, that's what I said. I said he was going to go to Green Bay. I'm, just, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with all you. Right. All right, all right, all right. We have, we have we, like, and that's why I gave two options because two people think differently with the way you think. Yes, I agree. I think he lands in Green Bay. Man, I still think it's going to be either Baltimore, the Chargers, or the Chiefs. Uh, and I really leaning more towards the Chargers because he already owns a house out there. He's. That's where he wants to be. He wants to be in L.A. If, if he goes to Baltimore, I, I, I have no other choice but to boo him. 
and scream at him and yell at him. What about New England? Uh, I, I think that's I mean, going to. I think. Go ahead. I think that's going to end up being. Uh, uh, I don't think Bill Belichick wants a huge distraction like that in the first year of Mac Jones. Uh, it could happen. Bill Belichick's done stuff crazy like that before, but I just don't think that he's got enough trouble right now keeping Mac on the attack. What? What? Are we serious? You, I got two problems with that, Burley Gunner. My first problem with that is, is you don't want Baker Mayfield throwing you the football. You can't have Baker Mayfield throwing you the football. What makes you think Big Mac Jones is going to throw him the football? What? You just told me Mac Jones was better than Baker. Now, now, before you interrupt me and start chirping my ear off, I got another problem with that. Do you want to know half the reason Cam Newton is not a Patriot? Because he's dancing on the side. He's dancing. He's getting his teammates going. He's pumping up the locker room. It's not the kind of fit in New England. What makes you think what what makes you think the Patriots are going to want Odell Beckham Jr. and not Cam Newton? Are you and I want an answer now. This is crazy. All I said was, what about New England? That's all I said. That's it. Yeah. That's all I said. I, I, I think they're the 31st team to get Odell Beckham Jr. I, uh, uh, I, I don't think it matters where he goes. He, he's a 50-50 wide receiver now. Now, you did bring up somebody – Mr. Uh, Dr. Dog, uh, who I almost am starting to believe is going to end up going to the New Orleans Saints. And that's going to be our our favorite favorite quarterback to serve Arby's roast beef cheddars out of the window because he has no job. (laughs) The oh, most yeah. talked about, yeah. the most talked about quarterback on the Cleveland sports fan page. I after watching the Saints play, now the Saints didn't play bad, but Simeon you is stop not. Advertising that? Simeon I is not. Like Simeon is not the answer. Stop telling people that with Cam Newton's the most talked about quarterback on the Cleveland sports fan page. Are you trying to? We're trying to get more people on here. Not, <laughs> we're not trying to. We're not trying to turn people away. What, what, do you, what do you mean? It's it's the truth. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to lie to our viewers. It's the truth. He's if if you listen to every single one, he's the most talked about quarterback other than Baker Mayfield. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Give me yeah, I get you it. brought I it up. I, I I do think. Yeah, that, you did. You did bring it up. I think Cam Newton would be a great fit in New Orleans. He would only be about a million dollars. You only need him to get through this year uh, until Jameis Winston gets back. Um, the, be- the best part is, is the Saints still have 
somewhat of a chance. I mean, I, Burley's right. The Bucks are going to take the division, and I personally think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, no questions asked. But, I mean, uh, you still got to try. I mean, well, and the Saints still have a shot. It, here, here's the thing. The NFC West is going to dictate what happens here. Uh, the New Orleans Saints have the opportunity to wild card in. Most definitely, that team, that team's record is I. They're I think they're five and three right now. And the only other division, like I said, the NFC West could screw them out of being able to make it into the playoffs because you've got the Arizona Cardinals who are eight and one and you have the LA Rams that are seven and two. Uh, But if new Orleans pops in a veteran quarterback right now, somebody who's solid, somebody who's going to get you 60% completion rates, they have prime opportunity to make it into the playoffs. They're not going to beat the Bucks. They have to wild card in, but I, I totally, I can't even believe I'm freaking saying this. I totally think they're going to think about putting Cam Newton in. Oh, I'm loving every second of this. Keep going. Mm. Keep going. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, yeah, that's, I, I, I know I came on here and said that Cam was going to land in what's, seven nine eleven different spots i mean it's it was it was a four-week trial i get it i kind of cooled down but i mean yeah i think that's a good i think it's a good spot it's not going to be seattle no more russell wilson's coming back this week uh i mean simeon played good his first game but i mean everyone has a good game you know i I think it's a good spot for cam newton you know he's got he's got the weapons that he 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 would need you know he's got I know Michael Thomas is out, but like, again, this team's got a shot. Why not? Oh God, I'm done talking about that. Uh, we need to talk about 14 and 21. 14 attempts, or I mean, 21 attempts, 14 completions. Uh, this was one of Baker Mayfield's best games this year. Two touchdowns, 218 yards. Uh, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb ran for over 100 yards. They finally used Nick Chubb. I was so happy. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is turning out to be the number one wide receiver in Cleveland. Yeah. He's starting to look like Julio Jones. Uh, Yeah. Um, Even Najoku caught a ball, which... He's I don't know why I would be surprised about that, but uh, Najoku caught a ball. Um, He's right. the best tight end in the AFC North, let alone our I, team. I now have to bite the bullet and say something that I hate to say because I, I really don't like this guy, but Denzel Ward was incredible on Sunday. Uh, Denzel Ward... <laughs> Had 99 yards. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Um, And and he was, he was picking off balls, but Denzel looked really good. Now, if we can keep Denzel, uh, I've said this, uh, both 
both uh, your dad and I kind of agreed on the fact that Denzel had to stay healthy this year. So far, he's only missed, what, one game? I think he only missed one, maybe two. Yeah. Um, that is a huge improvement. And uh, him staying on the field has made him a lot better. He's a, he's a lot quicker. His tackling has gotten better. Last year, all I kept saying over and over and over again was fundamentals. You guys have to learn how to tackle. Um, if you can't tackle a person, you're never going to win. They, they pulled off a heck of a game. The defense looked incredible. Miles Five sacks. Did, yeah. Yeah. Both, and, and, both Miles and Jadavian looked incredibly awesome. Three picks. Three picks. Uh, where was uh Three picks, a fumble, five sacks. Like, I, I, I know we're talking about the defense right now, but let's switch it back to three minutes earlier. You were talking about Baker Mayfield. I know I told you, Burley. I don't know if I told you, Scoop, but I predicted this game from Baker Mayfield. I said this was going to be his best game of his career of his high school, college, NFL, best game. And I think it was. I, I think it was. If people go back to the Four Chubb show last week, um, I actually picked the Bengals to win this, but I did say that it was going to be up to Baker Mayfield and how he comes out on the field. He could be the butthurt Baker Mayfield and come out and he'll lose. No, but, never. But he was not the butt hurt he came out and and you could just see it i i i called i called your dad after the game and talked to him about it it i found it to be extremely awesome to watch baker mayfield shake the hand of every person as they came off the field as People complain about Baker Mayfield and say he's not a, a leader and all that. No, he's he's a good leader, um, and, and this game really kind of proved it to me. Uh, he's the toughest. He's the toughest kid out there. Talk about a leader. He's the toughest guy out there. Out of all, out of everyone, he is the toughest guy out there. He, this is our guy. This is our guy. This is him. It's him. He's getting paid. He's going to be in Cleveland. The Mayfields are going to be in Cleveland for 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 a little bit. This is our guy, guys. I really wish I had the recording from last week of what Dr. Dog said. What? Because it was totally opposite what and, he is and, saying and right I, now. Yeah, and I told you and I predicted this. I said Watch, Baker Mayfield is going to have the best game of his career without Odell Beckham Jr. This game specifically against the Bengals. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I was damn right. Baker Mayfield went out there and performed. And he proved that he deserves to be the captain of this team. He is. He is. He can have a bad game here and there. Burley, do we back the truck up now? We listen, can afford uh, it now. Listen. <laughs> what? 
I no. I'm yes, no. Here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. I'm actually glad that they didn't fork it over last year because it, given given an opportunity in the offseason. Now the Browns are not going to move off of Baker Mayfield and draft a quarterback. That's why I said in the offseason, pay him now. You're stuck with him. You can't restart because if you draft, if you go back into the draft and redraft your quarterback, you are going to waste the talent on this roster over the next couple of years while you groom that quarterback. And unless you go out and get a Patrick Mahomes, you're just not going to win right away. So at least the Super Bowl. So given everything I just said, if an opportunity to go get a guy like Aaron Rodgers in the offseason comes like a real legitimate possibility in Cleveland, you have to take that option. Absolutely, 100%. If Aaron Rodgers in the offseason says, I'm leaving Green Bay, I want to go to Cleveland, and he contacts Cleveland, has his people get a hold of Andrew Barry, it's going to be hard for Cleveland to not take Aaron Rodgers, even if it's only for three, four years, because quite frankly, you don't know that Baker Mayfield is going to be four to five years. So that's why I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger last year. Do I still think that he is the Browns franchise quarterback? Yes. And if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come to Cleveland after this after this offseason, then yes, you sign Baker Mayfield, you pay him what he's worth, and you move on with him. Because quite frankly, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you're stuck with the guy. But you're stuck with a good guy because this guy is Cleveland. You know, I'm a, I know he spends a lot of his time away from Cleveland when he's not, you know, with the team. But this guy breathes Cleveland. He just, the image, everything about him just screams Cleveland. And you brought up, Scott, that he was going to go possibly Sunday and, and, and go out there all pissed off and, and pouty Baker and, and lose the game. I didn't think that at all. I didn't think there was a chance in hell that that would happen because that's the kind of quarterback Baker Mayfield is. When he has his backs, uh, back against the wall, he goes out and balls out, and he performs really well. But, yeah, I kind of am glad that they didn't pay him in the offseason. Okay. Dr. Doug, I've, go. I've had, I've had my hand raised for a while. Um, wow, you said a lot of things that I want to comment on. Uh, it, it, I just want to say one thing, you know. I was thinking today, and uh, not that I'm, like, proud of it, but is it possible that we saw Greedy Williams play his last game as a Brown? Uh, there's definitely a possibility of that. Um, you know, it, when, when you have a player that is plagued by injuries every year that he's been here, it, 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 he was in the same boat that Denzel Ward was with me this year. Uh, too many injuries, just not enough playing time, and and he's really looking sloppy. 
And as, so. as much as you love the dude, you just can't keep him. It's business, you know? Yeah. But it's, uh, it's kind of like, okay, your, your dad argued with me about the OBJ thing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a vindictive person, apparently, because I would have kept him on the payroll until the free agency signing was over. And then I would release him just to make sure that he didn't play against us this year. Yeah, that's what I would. That's yes, yes, yes. We will see him. We will see him. Watch. You watch. And I think he's going to make sure of it, too. I think he's going to make sure that he sees us. But, you know, greedy, that's. uh, I'm going to. I'm going to I'm going to further on with my question because it wasn't just sure. about greedy. Um, you know, and it was just a little bit of brainstorming. You know, I'm 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 expecting Burley to to hop in here and start yapping his chops about why we shouldn't, why we should, but it was brainstorming on the way on the way to work, matter of fact. So, we don't have Odell. You know, we have a little bit of, you know, extra money. Maybe Maybe we move off greedy, you know, maybe a little bit more money, maybe one more guy. And now we got more, more. Is it possible? And is it like, I don't want to say stupid, but is it, it, would it be a right call to possibly, you know, you got Denzel Ward, you know, and you got, you got, you got Newsom, you know, the, the young guy, he can't play every snap. He, he's, he, he's, he's young. Can't do that. What, why are you shaking your head like that? Look, what do you mean? Because that's our best defensive back, buddy. That's Gregory the Browns' Newsom. best DB. Yeah, that's the Browns. That's the Browns' best DB. We're keeping Newsom over Denzel Ward. I, okay, but they they can't play every snap, let alone when I mean I'm sorry, Denzel Ward has a injury problem. One of them is not going to play every single snap of the season. My well, question if you're talking to about, you, yeah. Well, let me cut you off first. If you're talking about saving money, getting rid of Denzel Ward and keeping Newsom is a lot better option because you have Newsom under a rookie contract three more years. Denzel needs paid. Okay. I'm going to further on with my question. Is it a smart idea to take this extra loose money we should put where we're, we're going to be getting from these players and or could be getting from these players and maybe going out to get a, like a, a veteran cornerback, like a Stefan Gilmore, you know, to 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 kind of to kind of you know teach Greg Newsom what exactly to do to 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 sprout him into you know uh, an amazing cornerback. You know I'm I know it's kind of a bad timing because the defense just played phenomenal three picks, but like I mean usually the secondary is our problem, whether it's flags, whether it's balls caught downfield, or or it's trying to jump the gun, you know. Is, is, is it a bad idea to maybe bring a veteran and not pay him as much? Because if that veteran just wants to win a ring like Stephon Gilmore, win another ring since he's out in New England, yeah, I mean, is that is that a bad call to bring him in and kind of tutor? You know, even Denzel, York, Denzel Ward is pretty young, you know? Just have that veteran-type player and, and, and show him his skills, show him what to do before he goes off. Well, I, I think the league as a whole has learned over the last several years that you it's not really ideal to just go dump a huge contract on a cornerback. 
that is, you know, five, six years into his career, it's just not a smart move. The Jets tried it with Darrell Rivas. It didn't work. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's getting burned and, and all the time over in, in L.A. right now. Richard Sherman was heavily paid, and now he's like sort of – I mean, he's on the Bucks, but, I mean, he was out of the league for a little bit. That's, that's not something that the Browns are going to do. But if you're talking about a guy like Gilmore – who just wants to win and still has that talent, if he's going to if he's gonna give the Browns a reasonable price, why not bring him on? Because it seems like we've drafted about four solid cornerbacks in the last three years, and it seems like none of them can ever stay healthy for whatever reason that might be. But, I mean, that's just a fact. So I'm still leaning off of the whole not paying Denzel Ward thing at the end of the year. Like, I don't think that he needs to be paid – you know, double figure million dollars, you know, that's just not, I just don't think that's smart for the Browns, especially when you drafted guys like Newsom and you can easily draft more cornerbacks in, in the, uh, in the draft. I mean, running backs and cornerbacks are that You can swap those out year to year in the NFL draft. And now, now that we were speaking about Odell Beckham Jr., you can do that with wide receivers also. I mean, wide receivers, running backs, cornerbacks, you know, they're not a premium. So if you're talking about a guy like Gilmore coming in once again and just saying, here, just pay me whatever, I just want to win, sure, yeah. But going out in the market and trying to be the Rams and getting an overpaying for Jalen Ramsey, just not something no. the Browns are going to do. No, 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 no. It, 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 it was more of the, you know, just come here, I'll take whatever, and I'll, I'll, help, I'll help you guys try to win a ring. And, and alongside that, I will start every, every snap or, or, you know, at least be there to start every snap. And I'll, I'll teach everything I got to, to my veterans. Or I'll teach everything I got to, to my youngins as a veteran. Just brainstorming in the morning. Co- cup of mm. coffee. On your uh, drive, to, drive to work over there, brain, take, a, take a nice little shit at the gas station when you pick up your coffee. Driving that when did it, yeah. Brain, yeah, brainstorming, brainstorming, probably somewhere, probably in some gas station that's got piss all over the seat, piss all over the floor, off I seventy seven, probably in Copley. Am I right? I was in the car. I was in the car. No, you're not right. I was in the car about twenty minutes outside the city. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's not let's not get off topic here. As a matter of fact. This is the perfect time for us to take a break. There is some... Why do you got to shit? Well, yeah, I got to go... Well, it's one or the other. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone, we'll we'll be back, and and we're actually going to delve into some baseball because there's some interesting stuff going on right now, people. We'll be right back. I don't know if you saw the news yet. Are you guys ready? No, I didn't see the nudes. Uh well, they were they were really quite good. They were of your mother. Oh my goodness. Can we get off can we get off my mom, please. <laughs> that's that's what she said. <laughs> um, I don't know where Dr. Dog went. Hello. 
Hello. Hello. Can we start the show, please? Damn it. Why does that always happen? Because you have to touch your phone. You can't go five minutes without touching your phone. Don't touch your phone. <laughs> See, people, it's, it's like they're my own kids. No, I don't know what it's to not, do. It's not that. It, you're, it, I just I got set up for failure. No failure. Oh, wait, yeah. You're oh, failure, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. You're using your iPad so you don't have to worry about That's awesome. Anyways, here's the news, guys. Are you ready? Oh, Are, you ready? No. Are you ready for this? I got a press release from the uh, Cleveland Guardians the other day. Jeez. Are we ready for this? No. Nick Whitgren hmm. permanently sent to the Columbus Clippers. Good. Next, the Cleveland Guardians refused Roberto Perez's option. He is now a free agent. Good. Guy can't hit. He's I, I, like one of the best catchers in the league. Hit. Yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't keeping him for the hitting. I was keeping him because not uh, he he had a 75% uh rate of getting people out when they steal second 70% yeah, doesn't matter what it's, was his batting average uh, his batting average doesn't matter it's the fact that he is a defensive player out the wazoo he can actually stop people from scoring you still have to, you know, we all want bats. We all want bats. Those bats really need to come from the outfield or the, or first or third. Second baseman is basically useless anyways. They're, they're utility men. That's your shortstop is going to be the person that steals your bases for you. Unless you have Jose Ramirez. Anyways, the fact is that the number one catcher in the league is now a free agent. Where, wh I don't know where else we go from. Well, here, here's the rest of the news. Uh, the Washington Nationals claimed left-handed pitcher Francisco Perez off of waivers. So we've lost Francisco Perez as well. Uh, Cleveland Indians sent Nick Whitgren outright to the Columbus Clippers. Yeah, that's probably the best move that they've made in a long time. Um, so I, I know we really can't. We can't read a lot into this yet because we aren't past the first of the year. We we're not seeing where where free agency is going to take us. Um, but Cleveland's definitely making moves with their bullpen right now. Is this a good thing? Is this a good sign? Are are we going to strengthen our bullpen because there was not a lot of depth in our bullpen? Dr. Dog. You know, it, 
I, I want to say, yeah, but you know, I need time. And I, and, and that time might be game one of the regular season. Yeah. I, I need time. But as of right now, I, this could be the worst decision they've, they've ever made that I, I don't know. They, it seems like they screw everything up. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know. What about you, Burley? I think uh, that I listen. What do you want me to say? I mean, they're not. I mean, they're literally. I mean, the, man, the Browns run the town. The Cavs are seven and four, and the Indians. I mean, excuse me, the Guardians are. I mean, what do you want me to say? They signed Jose Ramirez for one year. One year. One more year. So they're going to milk him for one more year, and then they're going to get rid of him. And then then what? I mean, how long do we have to be a farm system organization? Uh, wow. Um, okay. I, I, it's very rare that I sit back and I agree with Burley. Uh, it, it Cleveland keeps doing stuff that 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 only advances other teams, and it gets tiresome after a while. Uh, Caesar Hernandez back up on free agency, uh, so he's available. I could totally see Cleveland going and picking him back up, uh, for a lower. A, amount of money <laughs> all right um who, who else do we have uh that that went into free agency this year please say the dolans did they <laughs> did they did they hop in free agency themselves Oh uh, gosh, wouldn't that wouldn't that be absolutely fabulous? That would be um, the day. That's that's not going to happen. They make too much money off of this team. Uh, it, it, it's it's kind of like Nike, you know. I I won't buy anything that has the Nike swoosh on it because I I don't like any company that interjects their politics into sports. And when they caused that whole big fiasco with the Washington Redskins, yes, I called them the Redskins. When they caused that whole fiasco with the Washington Redskins, forcing them to change their name, I, I, I that's just a company I don't want to get my money. And that's, that's going to be the only thing that stops all this crap. Um, People need to quit going to Cleveland games. That is the I, only well, thing mean, that will stop this. Good luck the first in the one. summertime when the only that's the only thing to do there in the summertime. What do you want? It's the only thing to do. Not true. Not true. Not true. Y'all could go to Cedar Point every day. Or 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 yeah. a nice walk in the park. You, you know, or, or, or maybe go swing a golf club, you know, why would I waste my time watching a team I don't support, you know, 
the only time I find myself in progressive field this coming up year is if 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 Fernando Tatis is is coming to Cleveland or if Aaron Judge is coming to Cleveland. You know, I have no desire to be there. It's sad. It's a sad. It's 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 sad because that's where I used to spend a lot of my days in the summer. You know, I, I got the, the the joy and excitement of going to Progressive Field or whatever or whatever field you want to call it. It, it's just not there no more. It sucks. And, and, and the organization of the Cleveland Indians ruined that. I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. The, the, the facts are the facts though. Pe- people keep spending money. People keep buying jerseys. People keep, uh, if you're not happy with the way that your team is, the only way to get that team to change their philosophy is to take their money away which means that you have to sit at home because this mentality of well we're going to build up a player like jose ramirez into one of the best baseball players in freaking baseball and we're going to trade them during the option year that we picked them up on because we're not going to be able to afford them after that that's what they do that's what they do. It's, uh, you know, I, I want a team that wants to win. I, I want a team owner that wants to win. I, I don't want a team owner that all he cares about is selling merchandise because his team will never sell tickets to the postseason. The, the, the team that they put together last year was crap. I said it in the beginning of the season. Uh, I know that several people agreed with me. Several people didn't. Uh, proof was in the pudding. They were below a 500 team last year. Do we as Clevelanders want to force the issue? and try to get rid of the Dolans. The Dolans have no stake in Cleveland. You guys know that, right? They're from New York. So they got a pork chop. Yeah, basically. With a little bit of sauce on it. Dude, they're just bad owners. They're bad owners. They're, they're, they're about their money. They're not about the team. They're not about the city. I mean, it's, it's what they do. I mean, we see, we've seen it all over the place. Every time there's a big superstar in Cleveland, you get a Cy Young pitcher and Corey Kluber. You can't keep him. Shane Bieber's going to be out the door. Couldn't keep Trevor Bauer. Look, Shane Bieber's going to be out the door next year. You guys know that, right? Yes, absolutely. 100% know that. And they're going to make Good. sure that they milk every that ounce of them. And they're going to say, you got to make sure that you're great because if you're not, then we're not going to be able to trade you. No, no. Good. Good for him. Good for him. He's getting out and, and, and actually getting somewhat of a shot. Hmm. Um. You, you know, if, if the Dolans are listening to this right now, I mean every word of it. Here's the every word. Here's the funny thing. I have only received one press release so far from Major League Baseball. 
about the transactions that the uh, that the uh, guardians have done for next season. Now, I have received over 15 emails from the Guardians about Elton John's farewell concert at Progressive Field. So the fact is, is that even their PR department cares more about money being made in that stadium outside of baseball than the baseball team itself. So I, I don't know what to do. I think it's time for Clevelanders to finally take a stand because this is uh, last year. Last year was an embarrassment. Last year, it, they made it known they didn't give a crap about competing. And what's sad is that you've got somebody like Jose Ramirez who loves the game of baseball. You can see it in the way that he plays the game. Yeah, somebody like Josh Naylor who's tearing up his body to play the game. And yet you've got an owner who doesn't want to spend any money. It, Cesar Hernandez, you know? At least they shipped him out to go to go win something. I mean, he had the heart. See, like I said, Caesar's Caesar's a free agent this year. Do we pick him back up? I don't think we should have ever traded him. I think we why, should. Why would we put the kid through that? Well, they can't just, you can't just avoid everyone because you don't want to ruin them. You st that's what we're trying to say. You've got to go out and try to make yourself, you know, relevant. We've seen teams over the last couple of years who are not supposed to be in the World Series, go to the World Series, win the World Series. I mean, the Nationals did it a couple of seasons ago. They weren't supposed to be there. The Braves, after Cunha went down, they weren't supposed to be there. I mean, it's doable. They just have to do it. And they always have the pitching. They just never have the hitting. Never have any guys to move, put the bat on the ball, move the runners, steal bases. They never have guys to hit home runs. It just, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. The last time we really had good, strong bats was was probably the year that we picked up Framiel Reyes and had Puig and that that team that team could hit, but they were sporadic. Uh, you have that, to go all the way back into the '90s for for the hitting power. I mean, you're talking like '90s, '96, '95 with. Albert Bell, Jim Tomey, uh, 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 Ramirez, the other Ramirez. Um, Kenny Lofton. That's the team that had the bats. We haven't had bats like that since. Uh, we, we've had a bullpen that, that was strong. You can make it to the World Series with bats. You can make it to the World Series with a bullpen. Um, fact is, is that it's easier with the bats because you, you gotta be able to put points up on the board as far as we've already nailed Perez for, for what he is. Um, I still think that he is probably the best catcher in baseball right now. So I, I wouldn't, I don't want to see him go. If not one of the best catchers in baseball. 
I mean, he would have only been a $7 million option this year. I, we're, we're turning into the old Browns, guys. The Guardians are turning into the old Browns, guys. No, it's not even that. It's not even that. It's not, it's not even that. You can't even compare it to being the old Browns. The old Browns, they did stuff on the field that just prevented them from winning. This Indians organization is not doing anything to put the Indians in a chance to win games. Oh, yeah. At least the Browns tried. The Browns tried, man. They tried. They tried all sorts of quarterbacks. They tried all sorts of coaches and GMs, and they tried this and new uniforms. The Indians aren't even trying, man. They're not even trying. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's just throw Deshaun Kaiser out there. What about Colt McCoy? Yes, sure. (laughs) Wait, didn't (laughs) – They were great. Hey, I never said they were great. I said they tried. Go ahead. Go ahead, Scoot. Didn't Colt play the other day? Colt McCoy. Colt freaking McCoy beat the the San Francisco 49ers pretty heavily, too. (laughs) That, That guy used to make me cry on Sundays. He used to make me cry on Sundays, and now he's out here winning football games in 31 to 17. What? Colt McCoy? Is this the same guy? It, Jeez. It is the exact same guy. Uh, the same guy we had. The, the, the exact same outrageous. guy. This yeah, you know, when, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning of the season, when I heard that he was in the quarterback room uh, in Arizona, I thought he was the quarterback coach. I, say- <laughs> I, I really did. I really did. And then and then news broke. Kyler Murray's not playing. Colt McCoy will start. He said, McCoy's going to start? Isn't it, how is he not 40 yet? He's 39. Uh- not, not to mention, he went out there and, and played. He played, oh, sorry. He played great. He's, he's 35. He, he he played great. Like, where was that? He like I said, that guy used to make me cry on Sundays watching him for the Browns. Now he's he's going out and 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 winning well, that, thirty-one to seventeen. Okay, I I hate hate the fact that we got off of baseball, but but honestly, the whole Colt McCoy thing, you have to understand that Arizona's team is made for a sh- a quarterback that's only six foot tall. Uh, where most of the other, like, like when you get into the AFC, the teams there are not built for a six foot quarterback. Your, your offensive line is, is much larger than you have, uh, in the NFC. And it's always been that way. So really, you know, the shorter your quarterback is in the AFC, here we are with what? Here we are with the six-foot quarterback in Cleveland of well, all cities. Well, this this could actually turn out – if you notice, Cleveland is having to change the way it does football. Uh, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing because they're actually conforming it to work around Baker Mayfield. Look at Baker Mayfield's stats have gotten better every year. 
Uh, I can't say that. The first two years, they sucked. But, you know, last year to this year, yes, he has more interceptions so far this year, but he's also got a hell of a lot more completions than he had last year. His completion rate's higher. He doesn't really turn over the ball that much. If he if he's going to turn the, over the ball, it's only going to be one or two uh, times in the season. And it's going to be a team that's actually able to penetrate that offensive line. Uh, but, you know, it's it, Arizona's... Arizona is built for Colt McCoy. How did you just say a team is built for Colt McCoy? Is it still 2021? <laughs> yeah, that that team is the you know, it's just like it's just like me saying that Case Keenum, the team that we have here is a team that Case Keenum can run. Now, Case Keenum's not going to be Baker Mayfield, just like Colt McCoy's not going to be Kyler Murray. But there's a but, reason we have Keenum. But he is the perfect quarterback for the way that that offense is, is set up, just like Case Keenum is ours. If Case Keenum gets thrown into a game in the middle because Baker got hurt, we still have a, an 80% chance of winning that game. Agreed, hundred percent. So, I, I, you know, I hate to, I hate to jump back on on the OBJ thing, but you know, I had a lot of anger in me towards him in the beginning of this past week. I had a lot of anger towards his father. I, I, I even said on my podcast, "Why don't you just man up, become a freaking man, and take care of things on your own? Don't have daddy go do it for you." Uh, that's all a part of being a grown-up man. Now, um, I mean, if if what he did was was you know on on senior's own, or or if or if junior knew about it, we don't know. But like, I mean, I almost kind of agree with you. Yeah, it's you know, talk to your quarterback. That's the problem. You know, don't that, don't post it all over social media. That's that's you know. I, I could I, I could see questioning whether his his dad did that on his own or not um, if that was the only outlet that something was released in. With LeBron jumping in as well, he should have just kept his mouth shut. Stay out of it. It's none of your business. You have no control over what happens in Ohio any longer. You don't even fucking live here. Get your freaking ass out of our business. Um. With that, uh, uh, I, I truthfully now believe that OBJ leaving Cleveland was the best thing that could have happened. This team looks 150 times tighter without him out there. And it, isn't this what we were saying? Literally, I think it was one week ago, or not one week ago, I'm sorry, one year ago on, on like this day around the same time. I mean, it's... it's especially against the same damn team. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were all talking about trading OBJ last year. And I mean, I, I kept saying, you're not going to get anything for him this year because he's hurt. Um, 
Well, it was more. It was more that he went. He went out. It, he remember he he got hurt and he was out for the year, ACL injury, trying to play you know hero ball on defense against the Bengals, and he got hurt. You know, and, and then after that, we just shined and played. Uh, how crazy it sounds, but we just played amazing without him. So it's kind of the same thing, you know. Uh, we were saying we were supposedly better without Odell last year. And we're sitting here a year from now saying the same exact thing. I, I'm, uh, I, I'm going to say something and I know somebody, yeah, I, I said this to Bob the other day. Um, I kind of believe at this point in time that, that Jarvis Landry deserves Odell Beckham money. Uh, he's turned out to be a really great leader on the offense of this team. He makes you want to win. He looks like he wants to win. He, he doesn't say anything disparagingly about his teammates. Um, I, I just... I feel like he is worth the extra money. It, just, just like I, I feel that Baker Mayfield is worth about thirty-five million dollars a year. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, as as Jarvis Landry is my favorite Brown of of all time. I, I'm, it's come, it's come clear to me. I'm going to come out and say it. Uh, he, he, he's a leader on the field, whether he's catching two passes or 12 passes, you know, zero touchdowns or seven touchdowns. It doesn't matter. He's a leader on the field. He's a leader in the locker room. And all he wants to do is win, 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 win. Man. And he betters his teammates to win. I think he deserves anything he desires. If he wants something, he gets it. It, it, it that's it. That's, uh, I mean, other than Baker Mayfield and, and as much as I just got done saying, you know, pay him, do whatever you want. I think he is the only guy on our team that can ask for literally anything. And, and we have no choice, but to give it to him, him or miles Garrett, which we already did with miles. Hey, Burley, I, I see you bouncing around in that screen. Just, just, I don't know. Just Did loving you say what thirty-five I'm million? You said thirty-five million dollars for Baker Mayfield. I, that, are we uh, paying? Do you want to pay him now? Well, I, it's it's not it's not that I want to pay him now. I think thirty-five million is. I don't think he's Dak Prescott, so I don't think that he's worth forty forty-four million. I I think he's a good hard-working top 10 quarterback which which should put him in the 35 to 33 to 35 million dollar range Jared so you Goff, want the browns to bring him back next year you want I, the browns to re you want the browns so he's done enough in just nine weeks because in the offseason you oh didn't no. want him oh no no he he hasn't done enough in nine weeks he did enough in the last game for me to see that he is a leader he is a leader of men he has the respect of every person on that team, except for OBJ. 
who's no said, longer there. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, you said on the team. Um you you have to you have to give him pro every touchdown he went and shook the hand of every person on the offense, not just the guy that caught the ball. Every person. That's uh, uh that's somebody who's a team player. I remember I lived down here in Texas. Man, I I watched him play at OSU. And he had it there. That's why he was as good as he was in Oklahoma. So, yeah, I, I think he's worth 35, 33 to 35 million. Jared Goff gets 35, $33 million a year. I That's think he's a better, I think, well, I, yeah, he's, he's overpaid. Um, I I think Baker's worth thirty five million, don't you? No, yeah, I do. I'm just shocked that you because well, I again you didn't want, you thought that maybe this year you'd want to move off of him, and that's the way that it was headed. I'm just shocked. It, I I said at the beginning. Of the I've year, digressed a little bit. I said at the beginning of the year we had this is his second year. I have to see what he's got. Well, you know what when you finally got the toxic out of out of the locker room he played ball he played really good ball yesterday's game was incredible uh i was just i was impressed he's a man and that's what cleveland needs is a man uh they don't need johnny manzel rubbing his fingers wanting more money they don't need Colt McCoy. They don't need Vinny Testaverde. They don't need Bernie Kosar right now. They need somebody to lead a team. And and part of this, part of what's going to end up happening is when he leads, he's going to excite people about being in Cleveland. He's going to excite his teammates. He's going to make his teammates want to be in Cleveland. Uh, there there were very few things about Freddie Kitchens that I could sit back and say that I liked. The one and only thing that I could say I liked about Freddie Kitchens is if you don't bleed brown and orange, you don't matter. And that's the mentality that the Cleveland Browns need to have right now. You're either all in on this team. And if you are, guess what? They'll go to a Super Bowl. Why? Because Kevin Stefanski said it best himself. We're desperate. We are desperate. Every week. It is not. He said it again in his own words. This season is not a marathon. That is not what we're doing. It is 17 individual sprints. We just have to win every one of them. You know, we're desperate at this point. I have I have two favorite coaches from the NFL. One is Bill Parcells and the other one is Jimmy Johnson. And both men attacked a football season the same way. They went after it one game at a time. They didn't look four games out 
They didn't do any of that. They played one game at a time. We need to figure out how to beat this team because this is the team that we're playing right now. I don't need to worry about the Broncos that I'm playing the week after. I need to worry about this team. And that's what Kevin Stefanski has started to do. Now, Kevin Stefanski faltered a lot in the beginning of the season. Uh, And that's just, I mean, people figured out his coaching style and he had to move and adjust to it. It's taken him eight games to do it, but he's on the right track now. Let's see if he can fulfill the rest of the season. I see Dr. Dog making faces, but here's the thing. Kevin Stefanski will be the first one to tell you that he screwed up this year. And that's just the kind of man he is. That's that's the kind of coach we need. Because, yeah, he will tell you he screwed up and, and he should have done better. That's exactly what I want to hear from my coach. You know, him wanting to do better. But, you know. Do we pay it, him $44 million a year? <laughs> coming from a fan <laughs> perspective, whether you're Cleveland or not, you know, you, you you gotta you gotta respect this man and 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 you gotta I don't wanna say give him a break because there's no breaks needed. But like what this guy has done in the past year and a half is just absolutely crazy. You know, he can have a bad call here and there, but bottom line is this coach is aggressive, this coach is smart, and coach defense. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm calling a lot of people listening right, right now. But it, Coach Stefanski, if you are listening, you are the greatest thing to happen to Cleveland. This is this guy is the greatest thing to happen to Cleveland. I, I, it, it, at least in my lifetime. I mean, I think this this guy is legit. Let alone with Baker Mayfield, you know, coming in, figuring out, and and realizing that he is the franchise uh, quarterback. It, it's only going to get better from here, you know. I, I love my coach. I love everything he does, and I can afford him to have a bad call here and there. But other than uh, what was it? The it was the Vikings game. I mean, I don't think dudes had a bad game since he's been in Cleveland. So that's just my take. Wow, he's had a few. I I don't I see as much as I don't want to point fingers, but I feel like a few of those games we're talking about and have in mind players should have executed better or or players if the coach had the right idea and the right execution it's just the warriors didn't the warriors didn't fight the battle you know and that's what we saw again that's just my take i props to stefanski i think dude's having another great season I, i don't know about as great as last season that's that's unmatchable but I, I think dude's just doing a fine job. Fine job. Well, all right. On that note, we're about at the end here. Any closing remarks? Burley. Um, yeah, I'm going to go eat my Victory Monday bowl of chili oh here gosh. in a second. And I'm going to enjoy probably 41 ounces of it. Can you give us a break <laughs> with that? Come on, that's that, that, that joke is like moss on a rock. Come on now. Man, I'm gonna I go. Don't... No, I'm being serious. We're having chili for dinner tonight. It's down there. It's ready for you. You go down there. You got there's crackers and cheese. There's chili. We're having a nice Victory Monday chili dinner tonight. 
here in the Gunner household to celebrate the Browns' victory against the Bengals. Uh, 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 it's no, it's is, no joke. Is it? Is it true traditional Cincinnati chili? I don't give a shit if it is or not. It's chili, and we're going to eat it, and we're going to probably watch highlights of the debacle yesterday uh, of what we saw in Cincinnati. Yeah, we, we, we should probably rewatch the Denzel Ward 100-yard pick six because I, I, I was – I was seeing stars, clouds, unicorns. I was, I was going crazy. That guy. I, I need to watch that. I, I just need that to be my ringtone. You know, whenever, um, whenever someone no, calls, no, 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 no. Denzel Ward, oh, down the sideline, oh, hundred <sighs> yard to the house. Oh, you know. One great play in one game does not make a $15 million cornerback. Did I say that? On that note, I'm, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm, You're going to go eat chili go eat as chili. well. Go eat your chili. I, I don't like Cincinnati chili. They put cinnamon in it. It's really gross and disgusting. Well, there's no cin- no cinnamon, no cinnamon here. Just nope, the just- beans and the meat and the peppers, and you've got some onions, and you got some picks and a fumble recovered, yeah. and in a forty-one point. I will leave. I will leave it up to the you go burrow into that chili. chili. <laughs> All right, everyone, we're out of here. Have a good night. Go Browns.